Greetings all. I want to welcome everybody to the first episode of the Southern Exchange with me, your host, Sir Griffinton. And today I have two special guests on here, two very close people in my life, two people that I I really rock with. And we're going to have a great conversation about relationships. Yes, relationships, something that we all have a story about, some horror, some dramatic, some happy, some sad, some indifferent, but whatever that feeling may be, it shall be discussed today on the Southern Exchange Podcast. So y'all stay tuned. All right, all right, all right. It's your host, Sir Griffinton on the Southern Exchange. So today I have two guests with me today, and I'm going to let them introduce themselves because if I did it, we'll be here all day. So I have with me my main man, Cab McLaren, and Peaches. So y'all go ahead and just introduce yourselves and tell us who y'all are. Well, first we want to say thanks for having us on the show. Thank you. Mr. Griffington. As my brother has stated, I go by the name of Cab McLaren. And this is my wonderful fiance. Peaches. Hey y'all. Or Prasheria. My real name is Prasheria, you guys. Okay, it's not Peaches. I don't want people thinking my mama named me Peaches. <laughs> <laughs> but Peaches is my nickname, so hey y'all. Yeah, Cab is my real name. It's on my birth certificate. So, <laughs> no, just kidding. My name is Joe. <laughs> so y'all already hear that is Cab and Peaches. And today, guys, we're gonna be talking about that's right. Peaches and caviar, if y'all haven't noticed. <laughs> get it? Y'all get it. Y'all get it one day. But so today we're going to be talking about relationships. We're going to be talking about these guys' love story, which I've heard a hundred times and it never gets old. And I love asking them about it because it's always something new and inspiring. So I'm going to ask them some questions and we're going to really just get down to how, they, how they've grown in their relationships, previous relationships, and just where the future is going to take the future hubs. <laughs> So, uh, ladies first, Peaches, talk to us. Tell the people how you and Cal met. <laughs> okay, so my part of the story, and I'm just playing. <laughs> we got the same story, basically. But, um, so, we both were working at Tyler Perry Studios in Atlanta. And um, I was working in the production office, and Joe was a costumer. Um, and how technically how we met was... He was talking to my homegirl, Rachel, about some new music he had dropped. And he was like sending her the music. And I thought he was cute. And so the best way to flirt without flirting was to just go up to him in the middle of their conversation and say, wow, can you send me the music too? And that's like how we first met. I didn't even know his name until I had to ask Rachel again what his name was. And he did send me the music, but I never opened it technically. It was just like my way in, you know, to like get noticed. You know what I mean? So that's technically how we first met, if you know what I'm saying, right? Yeah. Joe, I mean, Cal, do you agree? No, yeah, that was our first interaction. Like the first memory I have of her actually was, we was working at Tyler Perry Studios and we was in the lunch. We was like in he catering. Was staring at me. We was in catering for lunch, and I noticed the new face on the premises because <laughs> I, I had already been working there, and she just he got hired there. So yeah, so um, I was definitely looking at her at that time, and uh, I I asked my homie Zay about something about her. I don't remember exactly what the question was, but she was new so you know once you have new people at at, at the workplace it's always like a conversation 
So um, that was the first memory I have of her. And then the story that she gave was actually our first exchange, the first time we exchanged words. And then the, the next time we spoke was by the printer. Cause she worked in a production office. I worked in costumes. I was a production assistant for costumes. So I had to go into her office a lot to like print off our paperwork for mm. costumes. So she would be in there and she would like help me or whatever. But so this one day, I it was just me and her in the in the room. It may have been just me and her in that area at least. Mm -hmm. And she was like, she said something like, I don't even know how that happened. I feel like, was that the first words you said? But anyway. Oh no, yeah, cause I went up to you and I was like, I want to tell you something, but then I didn't really yes. want to tell you. <laughs> yeah, she, that's what I happened. was nervous. She said, I want to tell you something. I kept being like, like we sat there in silence for a minute, and I was like, "So you're not gonna tell me like, uh, like no. what you gonna say?" You I'm like, "Just say like you already." Flirt and then you be like yeah. scared to be yeah. bold. Now yeah. that was me. Like in my mind, I was like, "I want to tell him to be honest, and I don't want him to like not, you know, react how I want him right. to react." Plus, I really didn't want to date nobody from work. Technically, it was just all fun. You know how you like fun flirt? Yeah. That's really what it was. Plus, I didn't know if he was gay or not. No offense. Well, he already know how how I am. But he worked in costumes and he was light skin uh, okay, and fine looking. Like he could dress. It's kind of like you gotta. I had just moved to Atlanta, Atlanta <laughs> and everybody was like, "Be careful for the Atlanta people. You don't never know." So I was like, mm, "Let me see if he puts back. If he puts <laughs> back, he's not gay, but he could potentially still be gay." So anyway. That's true. These are the thoughts. So I just told him, yes, but that's why I didn't want to say nothing. But then wow. I was like, whatever. He asked, so I'm going to just tell him that you the finest. Like, you one of the finest men. No, she said very specific words. Okay, okay. You are the only fine person that I've seen that works here. Yeah, okay. Wow. But that was it, though. I'm like, damn. So I'm like, damn. And then I walked only? away. I walked away. I didn't let him respond to me or nothing. I walked away after I said yeah, so that's how we met. And then from there, we started a text conversation a bit after that. And then... Well, you asked me if you could take me on a date. And I said no, because I didn't really, I didn't want to mess with nobody I worked with. And then a random day, I was at this like restaurant for a meeting that I had with this lady I was working with. And I was going to like a rap party for a movie after that. But it was a few hours in between my meeting and that party. And so I text him. I didn't even have his number saved again, but I knew that he texted me. So I text, I went to the message, I texted him, I said, how far are you from this address? It was a Saturday. I said, how far are you from this address? And he said, seven minutes. I'm never gonna forget. Cause I was like, what? <laughs> seven minutes? Yeah, and crazy. he came immediately. Guess who did not go to that party that I was waiting on? <laughs> you didn't. No, I stayed yeah. talking to him the whole night. That was our first date, April 8th, 2017. I'm never going to forget that. Yep. At yep. Chef Rob's. At Chef Rob's. <laughs> Chef Rob's on Roswell Road in yep, Sandy Springs. Sandy Springs. <laughs> Yo, see, that part I never heard, like, the part of you, like, going up the cab and, and like, questioning, like, I want to tell him, but I don't want to tell him. And then it's like, you kind of mention it, and then it's like, you kind of step back. Then you tell me, fine, and you just like, all right, fuck it, nigga, I'm gone. <laughs> Because just... even on our first date, that date, that same date, we both agreed that we did not want to date anybody. We were just like, I don't know. We was just going with the flow, basically. Because after that day, we never not talked ever again. Like, that was the day, and that's it. And I know what's crazy is like, 
I want to say, was it like a week later that we met Peaches? Two weeks later. Like, we, was like, we had all went out, I think, for a show. We went yeah. out for a show on April 15th. Right. Our date was on April 8th. Well, yeah, right. So yeah, that was literally was, seven days. Yeah, a week. Or seven, seven. Yeah, a week Yeah, because I met, it, it was like, y'all, I was. <laughs> it was crazy. I was nervous. I was like, yeah, I mean, all of his friends all at once. Like, that's how fast it was. Yeah, it was a rare occasion because, like, it was really, like, pretty much all of our friends. And I became his girlfriend April 23rd. And that was wild because when he, when he brought you, I remember, like, we had went to Waffle House after all that. We was all sitting there talking to you, telling you he was from Houston. We was having a good conversation. So I think I asked Cal after that at some point. I'm like, so I like y'all been talking. He was just like, we just started talking. I'm like, huh? Because the, <laughs> the way y'all was interacting, it didn't feel like it was a week or two. It just felt like, I don't know. It just felt like you had just been around. And it just like, we was waiting for Cal to introduce you. So to hear the backstory is crazy. Like, I love it. That yeah. quick. That, 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 That's and, how quick it takes to follow up. No, I'm just <laughs> no, because it's funny because you said y'all didn't even want nothing. Like y'all were just like, well, we at work, we gonna talk, or flirt, whatever. Well, we hid, we hid at work for a lot, a long time, for a few months before we announced, like, to our job that, or not even announced before it was like everybody knew. Right. We were like kind of like low key. Like, we'll sneak off and go to lunch in the car. <laughs> and it was one guy, Michael Brooks. He he caught us everywhere at the park, on the highway. <laughs> like, it was weird. He and if you, know, if you know Mike, it's so funny because Mike's spirit animal was like a cat. So he's like very in the corner. He be that person in the meme that's like in the background. Yes. You gotta zoom in on that nigga face just looking. He be looking back so like... <laughs> We literally was on the expressway one day, on our way somewhere, and this man literally just pulls up on the side of us and rolls his window down and don't say nothing. <laughs> and when we got to work, it was just like, cause me and Joe didn't interact as much at work right. when we first got together. So like, if you knew, you were, you secretly knew. Not until we had that big rap party where it was known that we was together because you know, I had to like- Yeah, that was, my, that was when it was like solidified basically yeah. at, the, at the rap party. Yeah, so basically pieces, your stamp is like letting other women know, like, hey, Joe, Joe is off the market. Yes, because what there you, was whatever other feelings girls, you have for Joe is not is no longer valid. There were other people interested in him, and um, I knew it. Like it was like a fact, and so it was more like, you know, I'm, if I want what I want, I'm gonna make sure that nah, everybody really knows that that's what I want and that's mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the woman's touch every, every time, right. fellas. Y'all hear that? If a woman wants it, she gonna let it be known. Right. And all those other suitors will not be around. That part. Uh, it's always a great story. <laughs> um, okay, so when you guys finally decided, okay, we really like each other, like, let's see what can go from here. And I know y'all pretty much was together, like, I think up until the point you went to Japan before they, like, y'all was with each other, like, every day since the first time y'all met, right? Well, the Houston. first time, yeah, the first time we were not actually together was when I went to Houston for a graduation. And that was only for like three days, I think, or two or three days. Mm -hmm. And I missed the flight and I was just gonna go back and go home and stuff. And Joe was like, no, he paid for me to get on another flight just to make it. Cause I, I, and I didn't get off the phone with him. I think like I fell asleep on the phone with him. I was just like ready to go home. That was the first time. But the longest time happened when I went to Japan or when you went to Buffalo cool. or something like that. Cause I was gone for nine days in Japan. Yeah, I was gone for around the same time. Yeah, it was like, I was, I don't like being away from him. <laughs> oh, I know. 
when he was yeah. on the road for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> when, when he come back home. That part, like seriously. So did like, with y'all having this, like, I ain't even gonna say quit because when it's meant to be in this divine time, it's gonna be, and it's gonna be what y'all have, which is something beautiful. Taking y'all previous relationships and the previous obstacles that y'all had overcome to get to where y'all at now, did y'all look back then and early on, like, did y'all take like previous lessons that you learned? Maybe that's something that you did well or didn't do well from a previous person to be like, okay, this person that's in front of me now, I wanted to devote all my time, all my attention, all my resources. I just want to build like a foundation and a legacy with this person. And maybe did, did you figure out something from the past? You're like, you know what, this shit didn't work with this previous person, but with this person, I'm gonna try to turn over a new leaf and try to go in another direction that I, I probably didn't see before. I, I feel like um, when no matter what relationship you're in, like you evaluate yourself, obviously, because I feel like, um, you know, it's natural, too, because you, you date different kinds of people. But I feel like you are who you are. And it, it depends on who the person is that you're dating that will bring out the best parts of you. I don't feel like it's like you saying I have to change this or that. I think that when you get your person, it's not about a lot of changing. It's more about like being yourself wholly and hoping that that person that you're with is going to let you be yourself wholly without having to compromise who you are. Because that that's the part about relationships. I think people think you're supposed to change so much. No, you're not. You're supposed to be yourself. I mean, you do grow in the process of like getting older and you become a better, you try to become a better person if that's your goal and stuff. But like, I don't necessarily think that, I think the other relationships in the past, they help you kind of um, understand how differently other people are, first mm -hmm. of all. Because if you understand that each person you deal with is differently, like whoever my ex was, um, they may have reacted differently from Joe. So I have to find a new way to understand him, not the other way around, like changing who I am. Because, you know, that's, everybody's not the same. So I think that's like my take on that. I answered that. Well, nah, you answered it perfectly. Like, that was that was gold. <laughs> yeah, I would definitely agree with that. Um, definitely not about changing, but I think previous relationships in that regard is like you do learn things from them. You know, you learn things from everything. You know, just from being around people in general. It don't even have to be a relationship. Even looking at your friends' relationships and relationships on TV, like. You kind of learn what you want and what you don't want and then when you get real life experiences with certain people then it pushes forward like you know the it puts things into perspective to where you can know what you want more like you you know what you want more so i feel like when we met yeah so um when we met i feel like it was it was very easy because i think um, in a lot of relationships, I don't know if people take a lot of time to get to know their partner before they get into a commitment or, you know, it's weird because people, I feel like some people can be together for years and not truly know their person. Mm -hmm. Whereas in our relationship, our first date, we talked for four, four to five hours about everything. It wasn't just like flirting. Like we talked about issues that we was going through people that we was talking to at the time and mm. people before that and you know family issues like it was deep we got a lot on the table the, the first, first day night. on the first day and then you know as we said we had pretty much been inseparable after that point so 
although it was fast, we lived several lifetimes mm-hmm. within that time mm-hmm. because we had gotten so intimate and, you know, we put everything on the table. And I think that's very important too when you first get in and know somebody and knowing who's going to be a good fit for you. Because if the other person doesn't know who you truly are or if you don't know who that person truly is, you're going to find out one day and it may not be beneficial to both parties, you know, or vice versa. And also, like to add to his point, knowing yourself, because um, I think that people get into relationships to be who they're person wants them to be because they don't know who they are and then when they start to realize that they got into this relationship and then they don't want to be that person anymore it's too late or they think it's too late and they don't know how to get out of that like you know you have to know who you when me and joe met we we had like i would tell him what my like dream goals were in like this whole like rundown of my whole life and I had already been through a lot of life before him, him the same. Like we had already been through a couple of different experiences. Like he said, I knew what I, I knew what I wanted if I was gonna get into something serious. Um, I think it worked out because I was not also looking for him and vice versa. Like he was not looking for me at all. Like we were both, he was coming out of a relationship and I was just dealing with situationships, but I was good. Like it wasn't supposed to be, you know, we were not looking for each other to like, I want to be in a relationship right now. And I, we, we, you know, when people start to put that pressure and yeah. stuff like, even the marriage pressure, none of that started coming until like, I would say like year three, like year three ish. Cause I never wanted to be married before Joe. Really? So it was, wow. yeah, I didn't have no wedding planned or nothing. Like I never even talked weddings with my friends. Like, so it was, we, it was a little, I didn't have kids. Like it's so many different factors to like getting into situations and trying to understand how to like work that out. Um, we just kind of like, you know, that's why I feel like he was my soulmate because he just came from out of thin air and it worked out like so perfectly. Wow. <laughs> I don't know, it just, <laughs> I mean, you know, just, just good information. like. As always, this is this is what this is this is beautiful. Like I talk to them all the time about stuff, but just to hear this this different aspect of this different dynamic of it and this more detailed version, it's just I don't know, it's just y'all giving me what I need because both of y'all said some some powerful and inspiring and profound things, especially pieces like knowing yourself initially. No matter what relationship, whether you uh friendship, relationship, situationship. I mean, you don't know who you are at that point. I mean, you just really just out there. But once you know, you kind of know where you want to go. And with y'all two knowing like, hey, we really just trying to chill. We're not really looking. That's when you really find it because it's like y'all really focus on y'all selves. So it's like the universe sees that. They're like, well, nah, they supposed to be together anyway. So he's going to do this. He's going to do this. They need to be together. And then of course what happened was this. But um, it's powerful. Now, Speaking on this, I know you mentioned kids. Like, Cav has a son, mm-hmm. your son, and you don't have any. So, when you guys were like getting to know each other, talking, becoming what you guys became, what was your stance on like a man with kids? Was it like any reservation? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, did you have any preconceived notions? Like, is he a good father? You know, is yeah. he this? Is he that? You know, because you know the stereotype they try to put on brothers. Like, 
if the child's not living they, with them, you I, I, mm-hmm. put, I wow. put the stereotypes let's, let's, on Let's too. talk about it. <laughs> let's no, talk about seriously, it. he know, like anybody that knows me knows I would never date anybody with kids like before. You okay. know what I mean? Like kids want to be a rapper like it's just like <laughs> no he knows though that's what he knows me like he knows like i was very honest i don't even care for rap music to know he raps and produces and writes and stuff but i don't that's not my thing but he understands it and it's not like i don't support him and what he likes to do back to the kid part like you know here's the thing joe's son does not live here he lives in new york and you don't have baby mama drama like mm. a lot of other people did. You know, I I don't have to experience like a lot of things that I know people experience when it comes to dealing with somebody with a kid. Um, his he has one son, and his son is literally a spitting image of him as far as attitude and everything. So when he's with us, it's not hard to be around him. Like we love, we all love each other. I was skeptical at first until he said he lived out of town, and the baby mama did too. My reservation is like, I think that if if they lived in the States, I'm not quite sure this would have worked, but that's not the case for us. So we don't have to explore that part, but that would have been a concern. Yes, it just wasn't because, you know, he already had a situation that was um, like, he already had a plan that was already put together for his situation and it just worked out for us in general. Mm. So it's like, basically, it's kind of like the two of us. And then when Jason comes, it's like we have our family, but like 90% of the time, it's just me and Joe. Right, right. So that's it does not bother me as much. Gotcha. You know? And again, his, like we don't have issues at all. Even when we're in person, it's all just regular. Like yeah. no drama at all. Yeah, he loves you too. Jason loves you. So it's just yeah. like, it's... It's a beautiful thing to see. That's always dope when somebody has a child, somebody doesn't, and then they embrace the child like it's their own. They develop a family, a kinship. It's that's what it's about. Mm-hmm. Now, Joe. Now, piggybacking off that, in a sense, you feel me with you? Uh, with you having one, she not having one. Like when you were out there, like after your previous relationships, I know you had a previous relationship where you had a child and the other person had children too. So you came from a situation where, like both of y'all had children. Like when you got out of that. And, and you step into this, like, when you look for somebody, whenever you were looking, do you want that woman to have a child? Because you had one, or you, you really didn't care if she had one or not? I cared. I didn't want to have a, a woman that had a child. Mm. Um, Why not? Because I got to hear this. <laughs> I, I, I got to hear this. Talk to me, brother. Talk to me. So, I guess it goes into just knowing yourself. Like, for me, I felt like I had... In the interim time between the time of my last situation and the time that I met Peaches, uh, I just had in my mind like what I wanted and how I wanted my life to look. So I felt like, you know, dealing with a spouse that has children is just additional barriers and borders in a lot of cases not all the time I, th- I think i see some people who have beautiful relationships you know that have mixed families but for the majority it's always a problem <laughs> probably like 95 percent of the time it's a problem so me being a person who doesn't want to have problems on top of the normal problems that you would have in a relationship like you already got to get to know each other then the family got to meet each other. Mm. Then the friends got to meet each other. And all of these different factors have to play into having a successful relationship. Yeah. 
in my opinion, not having so much friction. So that was my main reason for not, you know, I wouldn't discriminate. Like, I feel like if I would have fell in love with somebody who had children, I would consider it's not like it was a, a, a deal breaker, mm -hmm. but I was definitely heavily going to prefer a woman that didn't already have children. Mm -hmm. But you know what? That him already having kids and already being married before, mm -hmm. all of that made me um, sad sometimes. Like in the beginning of our relationship. How come? Because he had a first uh, with somebody else. So like, I'm not going to be his first wife or his uh, first, you. Um, you know, baby moms or whatever. Like that, it, like you can even ask him, like I talked about it so much that it became like important in our relationship to create our own first. Mm -hmm. Not that would top it, obviously, but that would like make me feel like it was special, I guess. Um, you know, but we then you start to think about smaller things like he didn't have an actual wedding when he first got married. So that made me feel a little better and you know, just different things like that. Like I we we even do that now, like when we go to restaurants or when we go to a new state or when we go, it's like, Oh babe, this is the first and it sounds kinda lame and I know, you know, people probably will be like, What? But Believe it or not, like I'm not the only person that like feels some type of way to not be the first to like somebody you love like so dearly. Like I want to be your everything, and yeah. somebody else got to take some of your everything from me already. Gotcha. So it's like, yeah, it's like shit. Somebody beat me to it. Like yeah. that's supposed to be me. Yeah, well, like just, he gets to be my first husband, and, and, and the first husband I have kids with, and it's right. not his fault, but it's just like still. Sometimes you think about it like, okay, well, well, we gotta have kids, you know, because we gotta have something together, right? Because like it's the thing in life, like you always want to be the first to do something with somebody, and it's like when you really into somebody, you really want to build something with you. Everything that you got to experience, you have to be like, okay, it's just us. Nobody else was here before. But you know, in life, you know, when it's meant to be, it's gonna be meant to be. Whether you had three or four calves, whether she had ten, she was married ten times. Right. At this point, <laughs> what's gonna be is gonna be. Yeah, you man. feel what I'm saying. Yeah. So that, that's the beauty. Of it. So, all right. So we're gonna. All right, guys. So we're gonna take a brief intermission, and then we're gonna get right back to this amazing, amazing podcast. We're gonna ask. We're gonna ask some more questions. We're gonna have some more laughs. We're gonna have some more real talk. So you guys stay tuned, stay posted, stay alert. Showed up to class later just so they could see my flavor Supreme Fiend, first nigga in COV With a box logo T, look Before Yonkers, I was going bonkers Sneaking in the window just to see my girl and Kanye's shit I was sprung, shit was fun, kinda dumb But fuck it, I was young I never had a love like this, I'm pissed Treated you like shit 
phone calls I miss I reminisce and think I gave up on this love too quick Ignorance is a bliss, man ain't that a bitch Wondering where you been, ready to let you in Years passed, now you fucking round with other men You said that I had my shot, I airball for the win Perfect. You fucked up my head, then I fucked your friend But if a time machine existed, I would surely get in This love came to an end, before it even began Looking back, I could say that you was my best friend Sad thing is I don't think I ever learned. I kinda wish I would've met your ass in high school But then again you know how adolescent guys do I'm tryna hit if you got bases I could slide to Outside the park let's park the whip and get a sky view I see you stressing got a lot that's on my mind too I disconnect from GPS and then I find you I disconnect from GPS and then I find peace Disconnect from everything and let it find me My right wrist is Mr. Frosty whipping ice You know, anything worth having gon' come with a price You know, my self-worth is not depending on no likes You know she from the H, I gave her UFF like bikes You know, she's an alien, we in a UFO Saying I'ma let you finish, disregard these other hoes I can't trust them further than I can throw them and I just left the gym, devil knocking at the door You better not let him in, know what I'm saying? Thank y'all for bearing with us with this break, this brief intermission. We about to get right back to it because before we left, there was some information dropped that I want to uh, pick up on. So, Peaches, I know you mentioned that uh, Cav here was previously married. Knowing that, knowing that he had a wife before you and all that good stuff, what was your first thought or reaction when he was like when y'all was having those conversations about previous relationships and he said hey peaches i was married before recently like, mm -hmm. what did you what, what was your thought process well like he said earlier you know on our first date we talked about everything and so like he was actually in the middle of his divorce and um which is why we didn't like make anything official right. in the beginning um so i mean you know i i i don't know i guess because we decided like that we didn't really want to be with each other originally and we like kind of we were friends that were dating and so it 
I, I kind of like was falling for him regardless of what I was saying out loud. Um, and it really didn't matter because if any, if you know Joe, like anybody that knows him knows that like when he talks or when he says something like he really means what he says and he thinks yes. about the things that he says before he says them. And so it took me time to like really feel him on that. But Joe is a pretty like straight up guy. So it, I, um, I kind of found a little bit of trust in like feeling like I could trust him. Like it was okay. Like, you know, obviously any woman would think like, damn, is he going to get back with his ex-wife? Or is he like, you know, is this really over? Is she really over him? Because a few times he did get a couple calls or like a couple, like, it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't deep, but it, it just still was like a communication there. Like that she know. called. Like he had a relationship with her kids. Yeah, stuff. that's right. You did. So yeah, you did. like that was even a whole thing. But I, I think since that first day we had open discussion about everything, it kind of was like everything was up for open discussion. Meaning like, okay, does he still keep a relationship with the kids? Because you know those are not his kids. Take very, them. very true. And so like he would ask me, you know. If, even if he didn't ask, I would voice my opinion about how I felt about different things regardless. So it's like, if you care about somebody and want to move forward with somebody, you, you guys should communicate about how that how that looks, like how real life looks. Like if you're not married to her no more, all communication is cut between any type of person. Like that's just period because y'all was married. Like how would that make me be comfortable? Yeah, no, nah, I, I agree. That's a great way to put it because I think that's what a lot of people experience going through that. Especially when you're coming in and you weren't the person that was married. It's like you don't know. Pictures. Oh, remember? Okay. He used to have pictures in the iPad. Like, like, but that it's not something that you, he would naturally think like, oh, I'm with somebody, so I should delete all this or remove all this. And I didn't care about like clothes or anything that they own. It was more of like, if I could see it, then that takes you back. Because yeah. damn, I see a person hooked up with somebody I be hooked up with, that is weird. Yeah. Like, regardless yeah. of what anybody says or thinks, that does not feel good. And if yeah. you okay with it, maybe you weird. Like, <laughs> I just feel like that's weird to watch somebody you love be on someone. And honestly, um, because one time it was brought to my attention by somebody we worked with that he still had pictures of him and his ex on Instagram. But I didn't think like to go way back deep right. into his Instagram. I wasn't even kept worried about it, honestly. But when that person brought it up, that means now I got to worry about it because other people are going to see it. Yeah. And like, it's more about me like not getting embarrassed or even him like you don't want people looking at him crazy too like ugh, why does he still care to have this other person on his social media so like but with joe again communication was really easy i say i'm uncomfortable can you remove this i don't like this and it's done that's it right like it was not no oh debate a big thing a big issue like oh my god you you got that, 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 somebody saw that, 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 that. you gotta oh i gotta do shit yeah it wasn't like that type of stuff. well it was a conversation about yeah. it now don't get me wrong but <laughs> At the same time, it's really, it does not matter about the other person. Gotcha. Like, it just matters about each other's feelings. Like, if I said my toes was hurt, that's it. Like, we don't need to really, because it's not that serious. Like, it's like, hey, you want me to be fair about me? Let's. What are we doing? Yeah, like, why are we playing games? Okay, okay. Nah, that's interesting. I, I like that. Um, to the mouthful with that one. So, so Cav, like, <laughs> Now you were the person that was married, so you know having this conversation with Peaches and explaining to her you were previously married, 
the young lady had children as well who adored you. Could even had a nickname for you. You know, fat boy. Uh, yeah, fat boy. <laughs> That's be crazy. Like, hey, fat boy. I was like, yo, this. this I is never even knew that. Today. Yeah, 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 yeah. We used to be over there. That's what they used to call me. He's coming to the house. Hey, fat boy. It was the wildest thing. It was so it was crazy. But with, with you telling pictures all this, like explaining it to her, like for you, did you have any reservations, like being married before and then you know going through a divorce? Like, did you have any feelings, like you know, I just met Peaches, we rocking, like maybe maybe me over here can work it out? Is this divorce really necessary? Like, what was your thought process moving forward as you were exiting the marriage and experiencing a new relationship with a new woman, a queen, I should say? Copy that. Um, it was pretty simple for me because, uh, you know, that re- that relationship had, it wasn't, you know, super perfect anyway. I guess that's this not, I'm trying to find the right words for it, but um, basically I had already gone through all of those things before I met Peaches, which is why we were able to have the type of relationship we had from the beginning, because um like I said, in that time of separation, I basically was able to dwell and think about what I wanted and, you know, how I wanted my life to go in the future. So for me, it wasn't like a, it wasn't like a decision type of thing as far as getting back with that person. Cause we had already went back and forth and did that whole stage before I even knew Peaches. So okay. yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's real. Mm-hmm. That's real. And, and Peaches, what, so what were what was your last relationship like? He was getting out of this, out of a marriage, mm-hmm. and you were coming out of a relationship, situationship, nonenship. What, what was Pe- <laughs> what was Peaches going through at that time when she when you met him? When I know you weren't looking for anything, but what, what were you just coming out of with the previous guy? I I was dating a few people, so I wasn't. It wasn't like a one guy. It was a few people. Okay. And I was just dating and having fun. I was only in Atlanta. I moved here December 2016. Joe, I met Joe April 2017. So if you kind of like look at that, and when even when I was at home, like this one of I think one or two of the people I was dating at home, I was still dating when I was moving to Atlanta. So like. Um, I wasn't out here that long when I met Joe and as soon as I like met him it was probably like one other person that I was kind of like hoping that was gonna be like you know up there but like as the day the first day after me and Joe our first day I don't think nobody really for real believes us but like that was it for everybody like and I already knew it but I just like you know gradually dropped and dropped and dropped until we went to Joe. Like it, that's just, but I didn't have any, I really came out here to be focused and work and like, dude, I came out here for one thing and I got it. It's like, that's how I met him is because I placed myself in that position. Like I moved out here with no family, no nothing. I didn't even have a couch when he met me. He bought me a couch after being with him for two weeks. Man, that ain't love, I don't know what that is. Like, he, like I had built my own furniture that was in my room. That's all I had. And uh, air mattress that was in my living room. Joe bought me a couch. Literally, we was in the store. I showed him the couch I was gonna buy myself after I saved up the money for it. And I'm sitting on the couch. He was like, let's sit on it. And then the lady come with a receipt because he bought it. Without you even knowing. Yeah, he bought I was crying. I cried at the store when we went out to eat. 
Yeah. This sounds about right. Yeah, like so, but I didn't really have a situation, so it wasn't okay. It wasn't nothing. Like it was just like he became the like oh fuck all y'all. Right. Like I, I don't found, I don't found it. Yeah, this is it. Now that's dope though, because you know. To be in that position, both of you guys coming from different situations, it's, 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 it's just so dope to hear the story of y'all coming together. Now, what is what is something that you guys had to grow from within a relationship? Like, I guess, whether together or with, well, pro- probably more so with yourself, what did you have to grow out of and grow with each other to figure out, like, we can make this work? Because I know you bring on previous traumas from anything, family, upbringing, childhood, um, relationships, you know, a lot of stuff leave us with emotional scars, and we tend to carry that as humans into the relationship, and which is why a lot of folks, you know, shouldn't be together because y'all haven't really healed. Were you guys at a place where you guys were had to grow? Like, hey, I need to really focus on this for myself so I can make sure that this relationship succeeds. Yeah, uh, for me, it would be um, like not not arguing about dumb things, things that don't matter. Um, I think that's something that plagues a lot of relationships. So it's like, it'd be like little household things or just little things that you could nitpick at, but it don't really make, it doesn't matter in a large scheme of things. And I figured, I think those little things can add up and compound to be bad or good. So I feel like I try to make good deposits instead of bad deposits because like, like you just said, like you carry traumas from previous situations. So um, I think those are withdrawals. So I feel like I learned, I learned to make, uh, I plant, I learned to plant seeds of positivity as opposed to negativity because they both can compound into something ugly or beautiful. So I feel like people look at those little things as like, oh, it's nothing. Like, you know, I made this comment about something you did. You you didn't like i have a thing where i leave water on the floor and i know that peaches doesn't like when i get out the shower and it's water on the floor because i sometimes will be stepping on the floor before i grab my towel as opposed to sitting there and letting the water be in the shower (laughs) it's like little stuff like that that it's like you're not gonna think about that on your deathbed but at the same time in a regular you know situation that might be a cause for tension between two people like you can start a whole argument over something that small so that's one thing i feel like that i had to shed from previous you know relationships is not putting so much emphasis on things that don't really matter Man, that was gold. a good one. Man, I'm talking about. We talk about that kind of stuff some a lot of times, like a lot. That was gold. Mm-hmm. We, that's why we don't have many arguments. Yeah. We don't believe us. And, we don't. and I'm here to tell you, when you, as y'all know, when you got friends, especially you got the friends that's with somebody that you know they just with and you know may not work out whatever. But you, at some point where they've been together a year, two, three years, you over there, you you hear them have an argument, and you be like, why y'all argue about this shit? You know what I'm saying? I can say when I've been around, like y'all, my other friends, my other friends, I've never heard you guys argue. You guys may have had a debate or had a discussion that was, you know, passionate, but it was never nothing like, well, you was cussing this man. I ain't never, I, I ain't never heard her call this man anything but babe. <laughs> I actually have never cussed him out before. Like I mean, likewise, no. Yeah, and he's never called anything but babe. You know what I mean? Like it's just that's a key component of relationship is like to not nitpick over the. Petty shit. 
It's like the petty shit. Now he gave us his answer. What is your answer for that question? Mine is um like I, it's not like a one word thing. It's more like like I don't. I had to work on not helping everybody else when I wasn't helping myself. Like giving mm. people money and different stuff like that. Like Joe knew in the beginning of my our relationship like that. I would like I would always not have no money at the end of getting paid because like I'm letting this person borrow money, this person borrow money, this person borrow money, and then they're not even gonna ever give money back. But right. I still like easily like gave it out to like my family members and stuff and then Joe would be giving me money. And it's like, you know, money can make or break relationships. And I think like, you know, if you don't have a partner that's willing to like, um, like walk you through some different stages, because like you said, people, when you get into relationships, you might come with a little bit of trauma Mm -hmm. and stuff like, you don't know, like, he met me at 23, I think I was 23. And so I still was growing and I still had stuff that I had to deal with by myself. Like he'd catch me crying about random things and stuff like that. I think um, for me, I grew to like listen to him and say like, you know, help us, like help yourself so that we could be able to help each other so that we could focus on where we're going in the future. And then maybe later you could help everybody else. And so it helped me like focus on us more like, like it helped me create more, like we did create more of like a best friendship and a relationship all in one. And um, this is not a trauma, but something else that I grew from that helped us, like that helped us get through hard times was the way that I grew up in the hood. Like we did a lot of finessing and like a lot of like things. Like I watched my mama or different people do different things that like when me and Joe had to go through different hardships, it was ease for me because I had already dealt with stuff like that. Right, right, right. So it was like we could like I could show him ways that um helped my family get through different things that he might not have been through before but that I have and vice gotcha. versa. So like it wasn't a trauma that helped me grow. It was more of like a like obviously you don't always want to use some of the things that you learn growing up that are like finesses and stuff like that but some things does make it like easier like we he's he's a great person i'm a great person we have a great relationship but um you know we do have ups and downs when it comes to like our finances sometimes or just living in general sometimes like you know so i think it's not a trauma that you grow from more of like you know life skills that Mm -hmm. when you were younger it helps you like in a relationship, it helps each other, um, you know, get to a better place because we grew up differently. And so the different right. ways we grew up help us get through like some things that we might get through that's like hard for us. Nah, that's real, man. That's so real. it helps like build the foundation in your relationship. You put that, you said that very well, well said. And speaking on, on one of the topics you just mentioned, upbringing. So how, how was y'all's upbringing essential to where you guys are in your relationship like did you see did did you have parents that showed you love or showed you how to be in a relationship or did you see it on tv did you see it for friends like how did that play a part into you guys developing this beautiful beautiful friendship relationship that you guys have uh for me on a personal level i grew up around a lot of love like i grew up in a single family household but for part of my childhood i also lived with my grandmother um, but, um, like even my cousins and my aunties, like we would all go to the pool together. Like my family is lit. Like all, all my childhood memories are great. And I feel like in relationships, 
a lot of times, you know, people do have traumas that they have been through um, and it does carry. And I think it's hard. Certain things about the relationship can become harder based on a person's upbringing. But for me, a lot of those things I just don't have. So I feel like for me, it's easy to adapt to different people and receive love and give love as well because i feel like that's all i grew up around is people that were smiling and happy and always playing and always listening to music and like just positive vibes i grew up around positive vibes it made me a positive person so that makes it easier for me in relationships mm. yeah that's dope yeah that's true what he said about him and his we talked about that before recently um for me it's very different um i did not grow up around that fully you know i didn't see a lot of successful marriages and stuff but thank the lord for tv <laughs> because um watching tv like it really did um and i watch a lot of reality tv but i watch i just love tv in general but taking different pieces of tv and also like i have a lot of different friends in a lot of different places looking at their parents or just different people i think um, for me, I always take from people around me. That's why I have so many different kinds of people in my life. Mm -hmm. And so I, I look at those examples and know what I, you know, what I want to take from them. And then shout out to some of the people I did date before, because some of those people I maybe went on a few dates with and stuff, they treated me like how I didn't know I wanted to be treated like until I got treated that way. And so when I, when I, and then even Joe had characteristics that I never heard before or seen before. Like he don't like me to walk on the side of the road where traffic is walking. And like, I've broken a whole phone trying to get on the right side of him before. Like, but it's just different ways that people treat you. You take those and, or you see other people treating, you take those and then you start to build this like unknown, like I never had a list that I wrote down before, but this unknown way of like, you know things that you want and you see in people and then you you place that in your life if you're going to manifest it that's the way you manifest it no nah, that's real damn yeah that's real yeah because i feel like your upbringing experiences what you're exposed to and what you're not exposed to definitely plays a huge role into how you identify with how you move in relationships because whether it's a single parent home but... two parent home but you still choose that lane. I think that yeah. people use what you're saying as an excuse to have, to be like a problem, some person right. in relationships. Like I grew up in a single family home. My mama, it was just my mama who raised four kids and I'm the oldest of her four kids. My mama and my daddy never been together. Like, you know, my daddy had my stepmama who he's not with anymore. And my mom had uh, three different baby daddies and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So like, and we, you know, we live, we lived low class life, you know what I mean? And so, um, it's different. Like Joe grew up different from me totally, but not really. <laughs> my mom had three kids and she was never with anyone. She had boyfriends, but she was never But your mom married. was married. No, she wasn't. She was, well, she was married when I was in like high school. Yeah. She was married when <laughs> you was, was a kid living with your mama though. Like my mama never had been married true. and never brought That's men true. around me. And you're like, you know, like we grew up in different ways. Like I've seen a lot of stuff that I'm just not gonna put out my family because the business out there. But a lot of stuff has like I've seen and been through and it could, like I have a sibling who, um, 
who sees life differently than me and we grew up the exact same way mm -hmm. and so like but what we grew up with like it could be an excuse for me to be just like my sibling or just like people who feel like oh my life was so bad i can't do nothing no that's an excuse that's why i said i've taken from different people mm -hmm. in different situations or different things i've seen and said this is what my life gonna be like because i have full control power over my life like not who how I grew up or who told me to do what. No, because you still have control over how you're going to live your life and how you choose sure. to treat the people that you're around or with. For sure. Not dead ass though. For real. You can choose to be great. You can choose not to be great. You can be raised by a single parent. They could have been, you know, running folk in and out the house, you know, doing crazy wild you shit. Said you said you don't think you would have been here if you had you went to jail when oh, you was younger. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like a lot of shit, man. It's, it's, it's But what, you chose to go. Right. The other way. Yeah. It's like what you choose to tap into. Like, if you want to be like your mama who wasn't really doing nothing, you can choose that. Or you be like, you know what? I, I ain't finna be like her ass. I'm finna be better. Because I know better. Dang. You know, there ain't no excuse really? people out here. Trauma dumping on folk because y'all ain't, you know, <laughs> fix your own shit. Talking to myself too, but I've been there before. <laughs> but, you know, you definitely want to tap into like a higher frequency where you can really tap into who you're supposed to be and not what you think you're supposed to be because of what you're exposed to. I can I can live in the slums. I can have crack dealers on my left and my right. But I can choose not to sell crack. <laughs> or I can choose to sell that crack. <laughs> <laughs> well... Alright. <laughs> power of choice. Power of choice. Yeah. Uh, I think a, a lot of people don't don't recognize that they actually have a choice and they mm -hmm. try to use that as an excuse, like you know, like you just said. So I think that's a very important point not to be like washed over that everyone has the choice to choose no matter what you grew up like or grow up like, you still are your own person and mm -hmm. you can choose to do something else if that's what you want to do. Damn, that's real. Oh, okay. All right. Um. So how how do you guys express your emotions to each other? Like what? What? Like I know you're being you and you're being fully transparent. But how do you like peaches? Like when you're going through something, then like how do you come to Joe and be like expressing like this is how I'm really feeling about this shit? Like fully. Like I'm emotional about this shit. Well, usually one of us could tell that somebody, like, I could tell if he's upset about something or has something on his mind and vice versa. But always, like, I'm always going to say something. Like, it's not going to be too long of me going through something and I don't say it. Like, it don't matter where we at, too. Like, if I got to say it, I'm going to say it. And um, he knows that. Like, we, I don't think I even give enough time for it to be, like, too long of a wait to not know if something's going on. I'd be like, what's wrong with you? Talk to me. Like almost immediately. Too many times. Yeah. <laughs> Getting on my nerves sometimes. Yeah. Oh. And in the beginning, I'm like, why something be... always gotta be wrong? Yeah. <laughs> Can I just be quiet for a little or while? Or what you thinking yeah. about? Shit, it's something. <laughs> right. He's like, but. Nigga, talk to me, nigga. Damn. In the beginning, like jokes, uh, I had to learn, like sometimes he just needed his like time to himself, which he doesn't do this much anymore. But um, in the beginning, I think that he like he would be going through something personally that really don't got nothing to do with me and um but i would still know that something is wrong and because he wouldn't talk to me about it i feel like when you push me away like that that means like how can i say how can you say we best friends and when you're going through something you can't even talk to me about it even if it don't have nothing to do with me 
and that used to bother me a lot. Like I used to actually get so mad that I walk out, even though he got his own shit going on. But I'm gonna like, I'm I'm gonna walk away because why am I here? You go through it by yourself then. <laughs> because I, because it's not fair. It's not cool. Facts. But he doesn't really do that anymore now. He actually does talk to me, but that was his thing. I don't know, like, maybe he wants to talk about that. But, like, he would have a moment. And I used to be like, you can't talk to me about that? All right. And then when he talks to me about it, it's just like, it don't really matter no more because he already (laughs) went through it. Like, (laughs) Some things are, are unspeakable. I feel like everyone everyone goes through stuff and it's like I'm an introvert. Like as much as I am extroverted with her or with certain people, like I can switch modes easily. Like I can be as extroverted or as introverted as I want. But my natural state is introvert, meaning I process things on the inside before I let them out. See, Peaches, she's an extrovert, so she says everything off top and she thinks about it later. I'm the opposite. I think about it and dwell on things before I actually let it out of my mouth. Because um, sometimes I feel like, um, at, well, not even sometimes. I feel like everything don't need to be discussed, or it can be discussed at the time when it should be discussed. Because maybe if I if I have something to express right now, it may not come out the way I want it to come out. So you gotta wait until I process it, and then I'm able to to speak it in a way that makes sense. Or some things I just don't want to talk to anybody about. Mm. You know, that's just my right to do. Like certain things, I rather just keep to myself my opinion yeah nah that, that's that's true bro like and but to note he still talk to me I when do. i ask i do and that's that's a very small percentage of things like and it's not like she said that that was a certain time you know when i'm going through an interpersonal issue that's just how i deal with it i go inside you know and i feel like to me it's a benefit to i feel like everyone should learn how to go inside instead of talking to your friend who's gonna talk shit about you after you told them something mm-hmm. because you had to express. For me, it's like, I talk to myself, you know what I'm saying? I, I talk out things in my head and I'll be straight. Like, it's just it's just a part of my personality. And I feel like a lot of people could probably relate to that. Like, I know that everyone is not like, just ready to tell their business to the world. I know a lot of people personally that process things how I process things. So that's why I say like, if you're a person you know, I know it can be hard for like your partner to understand, but I think it could be a learning experience on both ends to uh, understand that some people just process things differently. Yeah, know? and then in due time, like, you know, y'all's conversations will change and things will get better. I think you just need to take time to take your time. like. Like, don't feel like everything has to be so rushed. Like, y'all might love each other, but you still gotta like get to know each other emotionally and understand that sometimes you do need a moment. Like, I'm used to living by myself. Sometimes me and Joe be in two different rooms all day doing our own thing, and then at night we come together and everything is okay. Like, no one's mad at each other. We just wanted our own space and our own time. And, um, like, that's another thing. We work together. We live yeah. together. We we would most of our relationship. We would be together for twenty four hours out of a day. Yeah. So for me, as a person who's an introvert, of course, I need my certain times where it's like I'm trying to kind of have my own space, but I'm not trying to like 
push you away. I'm not trying to say that I don't want to hang out with you, but I just need my personal time as well. And it took me time to like, it really did take (laughs) time to get it. But I did get it because then I wanted the same time, just not at the same time as him. And so we just had to understand that. And then I used to talk to Joe about like, about my friends or they business sometimes. Because again, remember, best friends, (laughs) hair quotations. (laughs) Like I used to talk to him about my friends and stuff. Like, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to talk about that. We are not girlfriends. And he used to ask me to stop. I'd be like, okay, I stopped for a couple of days. Then I come right back to sure it. Do. And eventually he just let me do it. It's just a thing now. It's balance, guys. Balance. You gotta you gotta balance things out. Man. And we're gonna put a pin in this real quick. We're gonna take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back. All right, you back in the mix. You back in the lab with me, your host, Sir Griffinson, Southern Exchange Podcast. As you guys have been hearing, we've been having some great dialogue being exchanged by these two two dope souls in front of me, Cab and Peaches, known to most of y'all as Caviar. Was it, was it Caviar? Peaches and Caviar. Cab, Peaches, Joe, Cab, for sure. Yeah, so it's, it's Caviar, right? Yeah. Peaches and Caviar. Yeah, Peaches and Caviar. Okay. See what it is. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, right. I had a moment. Forgive me. So, um, you know, we've been talking about some real life stuff, some real dope information, relationships, life, good stuff. So, one of the questions I wanted to ask you guys is, what is, what's something that you admire about your, your partner? You want to go first? Um... Yeah, sure. Um, what I admire about Joe is that he is literally the best human being I know. Like, he's the goodest person I know. Goodest is not a word, whatever. He's the most good person I know. And I say that all the time because Joe knows I feel about good people. Um, but he is like, He's like, he's like the best person ever. He's a sweet person. He's a kind person to not just like regular human beings, but like animals and everything. He cares about, he has like real passions and really cares about things. And it's not like a facade. It's real genuine. And I've never like, I'm so thankful because sometimes I just be like, you know, like, not that I'm a bad person. Right, right, right. But like, Okay, thank you to everybody that, you know, didn't do the right thing before me because, listen, like, (laughs) it's a real, I just admire how good of a person he is and how he treats me as a person and lets me be who I, like, who I want to be. And he doesn't judge me. He doesn't judge people, really, like, you know, he's just a good person. And I think it's hard to just find good people that you could trust, like, Honestly, like, I don't think Joe would ever lie to me. I don't think he would ever cheat on me. I don't think, like, I don't think nothing bad of him ever. Mm. And so I don't know if that's, like, a good thing or a bad thing, but, like, it is a real thing. Yeah, I mean, because I feel like you you know him. So it's like you, you said earlier, soulmates. So y'all souls connect. So you know his true intentions. You know his heart. You know his career. And he's a good guy for real. Like, he made me realize again, we both were at working before about pests. Like, 
he don't kill piss if he can if he can help it. And I do the same now because I'm like, one day he did it. I'm like, shit. I should he have to today. Right. I, I he should, did right. today. He wouldn't even tell me what kind of bug it was because he knew I was afraid. Yeah, you just remove it. Like but he just removed it. Yeah, it's like people like as much as I hate spiders, if I can catch one, I'm gonna put it outside now. Because I seen my homie, dude, I'm like, you know what? Everything is deserving of life. So why not? So Cal, you now. What is something that you admire about Porsche? The thing that I always admired about Peaches is she's brave. Mm. Um, I think a lot of people feel like being brave is fearless, but actually being brave is being afraid and still doing something anyway. And I feel like Peaches has done so many things where I knew for a fact she was scared as fuck, <laughs> but it didn't, it never stops her from doing anything. Like she's done a lot of stuff, even though she was afraid <laughs> to do it. Like from jumping in cliffs with me, <laughs> on adventures to her the even it's actually part of the reason why I even wanted to date her in the first place because she moved to Atlanta by herself and she didn't even really have a job so to me that showed me that she had character you know she wasn't afraid to leave her comfort zone and do something so to me that says that she has potential to be a, a partner for me because um that means she's not afraid to take risks. That means she's not afraid to start from the bottom and work up. That means she, you know, she will be there no matter what, you know, we will be able to work something out. And I think it's super dope. Like, I think it's super dope because I don't see that in a lot of people. Like a lot of people will be stuck in their ways. Um, I think it also makes her more open-minded. Like she just be open to anything no matter how crazy it might sound she's she's gonna give it a try like she'll try anything almost so like that's what i admire about her the most <laughs> speechless <laughs> they both said amazing things <laughs> <laughs> um thank you guys for sharing the information um, so before we get out of here, you know, I do want to ask you guys, what's a what's a fun fact about your partner? Something that you think the world might get a kick out of, something that you want to share, like something that's dope, like damn, somebody would, would want to notice whatever's an interesting fun fact about each other. And whoever wanna go first can go first. A fun fact about peaches. Hmm. A fun fact about Joe is that <laughs> he watches YouTube videos of different like native um, people in different and other yeah. countries, and they make noises, and we mimic them. <laughs> they be like, oh, blah, 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 blah. they don't do it like that, but whatever. Right. We be copying that shit, and then like. So that's y'all thing. Well, sometimes because we be trying to like, and then we don't know what they're really saying, so. I'd be like, maybe they're saying thank you. Yeah, that's, that's hella cool. Like, that's fun. Like, the, to watch that and then to actually act out the dialogue being exchanged from those people that you don't know nothing about. Don't know what they're saying. They could be saying, you know, the most derogatory thing. Or they could be saying something like you said. Thank you. That's funny. I, I'm, I'm, I want to hear that. I, I ought to put y'all on blast and have y'all do something now. But I ain't going to do that. Hey, it's whatever. <laughs> but, Cal, what about you? What's, uh... It's a fun fact about uh, Porsche. 
A fun fact about Peaches is that she's a professional television watcher. She could get paid to watch TV. She'd be fucking rich right now. She's like, she's paying attention. She could be on her phone still knowing what's going on in the TV. Like, it's a, it's a whole art. Like, she told me stories about how when she was young, like, her family would just have her sit in front of the TV and she would be so well behaved. And yeah. she would watch, Law like, Order. Law and Order, which she still be watching them yeah. same type of shows. <laughs> and it's crazy because, like, we have cameras. She's kind of, like, yeah. she's super into, like, film and movies and camera. It's funny because we met through the film industry. Yeah. And then, like, now, if we go to any estate or anything, she'd be like, oh, I want that camera. It don't even work, but she just want all of them. Mm -hmm. That's true, I do. Just because you love the television. Mm -hmm. Watch me collect cameras. Watch. She already started. Yeah. <laughs> And that's not even, I feel like we got more somewhere. Yeah. Yo, that's dope. Um, <laughs> two fun facts. That's crazy. Like, I love it. I love it. All right. So, in closing, what is something each of you would like to share with the listeners? The people that are in relationships, that are not in relationships, that are trying to figure out if they still want to date in this world. What's something that you want to leave the people with that comes from your experience and where you guys are now, relationship-wise, and where you guys are going? For me, you want to go? I would say just um, so this so this is a, this is advice for for other couples or what I want them to know. Yeah. About okay. So know yourself. Get to know yourself and get to know the person before you make a commitment. You know, people will look down upon people who date multiple people at once or whatever. Like Peach said, she was dating three people when she met me. And to me, that's how it should be because you have to have, you have to learn yourself and learn what you like in relationships before you make a commitment. Because mm -hmm. a lot of people make the commitment and then later on they regret it because they didn't get to know the person first or they didn't get to know themselves enough to know that that person wasn't going to fit with the with the model that they had in their head of what they want out of a relationship. So I feel like go on them dates, you know, don't be so quick to be looking like, oh, is this person going to be my girl? Right. If it happens naturally, right. yeah, is this person right. going to be my man? Like people go on the first date and they're already <laughs> clocking all the things on the list. Like, is this person, like, you're not about to spend your life with this person that you just met already. Maybe yeah. you will, but you got to give it the proper time to, to be able to um, know what you want so that you can be great for the person that is going to be on your frequency. Because people don't understand, like, you, you might date somebody on one frequency, and you was at a certain place in your life and then later on your frequency changed or their frequency changed and now it's a mismatch because yeah. you didn't do the work ahead of time so that you could prevent all those things in the future and to add to his point because i'm gonna still give mine but just to add to this um like he said your frequency may change like in later on and stuff it's okay if things change like i told him before because we're about to get married soon like you know we gonna do this until we can't and if can't is forever then i guess we're gonna be married forever but we're not gonna like pressure ourselves to like be off frequency and then feel like mm -hmm. well we still gotta be together just because we got married 
no, that's not true. Like, we don't have to do anything. Mm -hmm. Long as you communicate and stay on the same page, solid. Facts. Um, but my advice is to be open to like new experiences, change, new environments, and just be open in general. Like, um, I feel like people put themselves in boxes and they put their partners in boxes um, that they have to be this certain way or do these certain things or y'all can't like, you know, um, like your person might, like Joe is, he's a water person, a nature person. He likes to be out in nature and stuff. And before him, like I never really did all of that. I did go camping when I was a kid once before, but like the level of like nature lover Joe is, it's like, like <laughs> a whole nother level. And um, I I didn't really care. I just wanted to try it because he, he loved it. And you know, sometimes, this is not a compromise. It's more of like, because he loved it, he brought me into his world and it was cool because I was open to it. And then even with me, like, you know, I'm, I'm, I wouldn't say like a geek or different stuff like that, but like I made Joe play so many like games with me when we first got together. Like, like, and when I say games, I mean like asking questions back and forth. So like, and he's in the middle of work and I'm like, blue or red, sunset or like, you know, Surprise. sunrise, yeah. like shit mm -hmm. like that, you know? And it really wasn't um, something that he normally would do. And like most men would have been like, this shit but honestly it helped us get to know each other more um and it was something i wanted to do and sometimes that's okay when like another i like to go out to eat a lot like it's just like so many different things that i feel like people need to be more open to and not put yourselves in boxes and feel like hmm. like you only have to do these things because this is that's it like no open yourself up because when you do that your relationship tends to work out a little bit better because everybody can be who themselves and and then in turn y'all can find things that y'all both like together and stuff like that so just being open and not like letting your past experiences affect your current situation sure well y'all heard it here first <laughs> i mean there was ever a show that just drop so many gems and diamonds and rubies and pearls it was this right here like i'm i'm at a loss for words right now so with that being said as we get out of here and they share their experience with you guys please let the people know where they can follow y'all at because which i don't know which we didn't we didn't talk about which we'll talk about in future podcasts but they're gonna be on at any given time when they have time it's about what y'all do is like what y'all into because you know we have we have two entrepreneurs here that are in multiple fields and that are killing multiple fields so give the people y'all's instagram and y'all's combined instagram so y'all can follow so they can follow y'all and y'all can see how they be living because they be taking some dope ass trips and have taking some dope ass pictures so i want y'all to get involved and you know see what peaches and calf you know be doing um on instagram it peaches every letter two times except the s at the end P-P-E-E-A-A-C-C-H-A-G-E-S. Oh, you said that crazy, man. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. practiced that before? No, that was not sure? That's crazy. Yeah. No, I sound like you practiced that before. That sounded too easy. Like, that was seamless. You know, you like, 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 I'm like, what? She spit that crazy. That's a, that's a hot fire. <laughs> yeah, y'all can follow me at Cav McLaren, C-A-V-M-C-L-A-R-E-N on Instagram and everything. Actually, my name is the same on every on every platform, Kevin McLaren. 
And um, you can follow us both at Peaches and Caviar on Instagram as well. Mm-hmm. Which is Peaches, A N D C A V I A R. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Format, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. So y'all heard it here first. That's where y'all can follow them. Y'all can <laughs> spread love. Y'all have any questions for them? Want to, you know, book them or anything? You know, reach out to them. They're some good people. And I want to thank y'all for being the first, first, first guest on this new podcast, The Southern Exchange. It would not be The Southern Exchange without you two guys. Thanks you know, for having me. Thank y'all for, you know, giving me time. You know, you know, y'all, you know, I love y'all. I rock with y'all. Like y'all, my brother. Y'all, my sister. You know what I mean? So it's, it's definitely been a pleasure to be here and witness this experience with you guys um, as we get ready to take off and do different things. So I thank y'all. I appreciate y'all. And thank you for everybody for listening. You know, please comment, subscribe, do whatever you got to do to see what's up. You know, send me some questions and we're going we gonna to get it rocking. But until then, y'all be safe. Y'all be blessed. Y'all be at peace. Oh, and y'all live life. Oh, <laughs> My Instagram will be up and coming shortly. Uh, it will be react. It will be reactivated soon, and you can follow me at Speakeasy Griff on Instagram. That's S P E A K E A Z Y G R I F F F, and be on the lookout for the new Instagram for the Southern Exchange Podcast as well. But in the meantime, y'all be blessed and just be at peace and love people. Yes, peace. <laughs>
My favorite number's 96, but I'm dyslexic Reflecting more than a mirror, I'm really you I'm dropping game, I hope this shit is getting through I put a ring on that finger if you deserve it I did this once or twice before, you know I'm nervous If everybody come with baggage, I's a Birkin Hands on my head, girl, don't disturb me while I'm working Put them feelings to the side, pull them Vickies to the side Hope you win this for the ride, if you tipsy, I can drive I got money, I got hundreds, twenties, fifties, even fives Funny how much dead presidents can make you feel alive, baby I've been coasting, deep sea diving in Pacific Ocean, love the scent of your holistic We could just keep it on the down Tell me how you wanna roll when you're around Ah, baby, tell me you know what you say You know what you say We could just keep it on the down Tell me how you wanna roll when you're around Ah, baby, tell me you know what you say You know We could just keep it on Yeah, she like it slow when I get it going so good I'm grown, now that beach is flown This that part you say, yeah Now you captivate, yeah Yes, you like it slow, when I get it going Feel so good I'm grown, now that beach is flown This that part you say, yeah Now you captivate, Captivate me.